what we do here is go back, 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 back. Okay, being completely objective here, mm-hmm. I will give you three full offensive and defensive series. Cool. Before you strain your hamstring. Welcome back to another edition of the Raider Take Podcast. I am Mike McDonald. With me, as always, is Andy McDonald. We got the NFL draft coming up. We got an awesome interview ahead of you guys. And a couple new fun segments we're going to kick at you. I'm going to pop it over to Andy. Andy, first off, how are you doing? Second off, tell the people what we got in this interview coming up. Yeah, I, um, I'm, I'm doing okay. I, I feel that the Raiders are... Um, it's a question mark, just like they always are. Um, but I am excited for our interview. Um, we do have my guy, Treadell Tolver, good buddy of mine, played some pigskin back in the day, mostly flag football, but good betting guy. Um, he will get you into some draft props that we will be breaking down um, as you move on to this interview. So outside of that, it's a good interview. Um, happy to have him on, but Micah, break it down for the people. What do we have going on today? Yeah, so we are going to kick you guys off with uh, a couple segments, a couple fun segments um, leading up to the draft. So just a couple days ago, Nick Saban had an interview and he talked about uh, the two most important words that he talks to his players and prospects about. And I tell our players all the time, the two most compelling words in a draft report is and and but. All right, so they read the player and I'll take a defensive back. He's got quick feet, change of direction, good long speed, can play man-to-man. He's a good tackler. He's got toughness. He's got really good ball judgment and really good ball skills. And he's a good person. He was a leader on the team. He graduated from school. Coaches loved him. Read the same player. But he had a positive drug test. He had a domestic violence incident with his girlfriend. Got in a fight in a bar when he was a freshman. Strength coach said he wouldn't piss on him if he was on fire. Uh, who, who, who do you want on your team? And or but. All right. So what I tell players is you don't realize that as soon as you apply for a job, as soon as you put your name in for the draft, people are looking for reasons not to pick you. They're looking for reasons not to hire you. So don't give anybody a reason to say but. It's the only way that you can create value for yourself. So that and and but what came after that had nothing to do with what the player was, but it had a significant impact on where the player got picked. So what we are going to do is we are going to give you our top and guy and our top but guy, no bonk, um, in this draft. Uh, Andy, I'm going to kick it to you to start it off. Who is your top and guy? You know, I'm very nervous about this as, as I did not understand the definition until you <laughs> explained it, but um, I will go with my and guy and it is Penny Sewell. Um, he is so athletic. He is the top tackle in this draft. And, and I do not know why he is being overlooked. Um, he has all the skills. He is exactly what you're looking for as left tackle. And he's 20 years old. He is 20 years old and he is so polished 
He is exactly what you need for a left tackle. Um, I do not know if that fits your description, but I am going Penny Sewell. He is my and guy. Um, do I have to go butt now or is it your and? No, I'll do my and. Um, we'll Good. kick it back and forth. So I do like that pick because I feel like what your decision was for the and is something that people have been kind of downplaying a little bit, being like, I don't know, like, is he, is he too young? Is he inexperienced? Whatever. So I like that pick. Um, ironically enough, we are both going offensive linemen in this and section. And my and section is offensive lineman Elijah Vera Tucker. I've spoken many, a couple of times on him. I am actually pretty big on him. I am going to be, it's going to be hard for me if he is on the board when the Raiders pick, um, because it's going to be tough if they pass on him. But you have a guy who is one of the most agile linemen in this draft, one of the most versatile linemen in this draft. He is, by all accounts, going to be a starting caliber, all pro potential caliber a guard and interior offense alignment of this draft. And he can play tackle. He can be a, uh, you know, a fill in tackle for you. He can play the tackle position. If you think that he's able to add some weight and fill that he is able to essentially play anywhere on the offensive line and have the ability to move around wherever you need it. So if you are sitting there and you possibly missed out on the top two tackles, you have the potential if you need offensive line help all around to get someone who can just slide in and out of any position. You essentially need them to. So Elijah Vera Tucker, offensive lineman, is my end guy for this draft. Love that. So I'm going to my butt guy. And this is not the butt guy that you would imagine, but he is Jalen Waddle. Um, so he is a do-it-all, but keep him in the slot. You know, it's like he, he really excels in the slot, in and out of cuts, across the line, this, that, and the other. But he is not someone that is your typical X. He is your not, he is not the guy that you take in the top 15. Jalen Waddle, injury concerns, things like that. Only one position, in my opinion, that you can play him at that he will be most effective. So Jalen Waddle, he is my butt guy. I'm so sorry. Nick Saban, actually. That's an interesting name to pop up on this list, but I absolutely love it. I'm going to give you another one that's I feel like is going to be kind of an interesting pick for my butt guy, and it is going to be within that same offensive scheme, quarterback Mac Jones. And here's why. You have a quarterback at Alabama who is arguably the smartest quarterback out of them all from what people have talked about. Um, supposedly Kyle Shanahan likes him above anyone else that is potentially going to be available at the number three pick, but he doesn't look good in shorts. And if you look at the video of his pro day, he is out there in shorts, sweating all over the place, underthrowing players, overthrowing players, throwing balls behind them. And I don't think that's um, a depiction of him as a quarterback. I think that's a depiction of him as a quarterback in shorts. And as we all know that if you're a quarterback and you don't look good in shorts, are you really even a quarterback? Are you even really a top prospect? So my answer for the butt guy, Mac Jones, because he does not look good in shorts, only in actual pads. What say you? No, I, I get it. Um, he is not a very attractive person um, in general. Um, he's not someone that looks good in shorts. So I, I agree. 
Um, let, let, let us move on um, yes. to our best and worst number changes on the Raiders. So um, I'm going to take the first one and I'm going to go the best. I think Trayvon Mullen switches to number one. Trayvon Mullen, go back to your old college days, go to number one, go to your best. I am digging it, loving it. Anything can happen and, and you could maybe not have so many pass interferences. Up to you. No big deal. But Trayvon Mullen, go to number one. That's my best. Micah, what say you? Well, that's a fantastic question. And just to put it out there for anyone that is currently confused at the moment, the NFL has approved uh, some loosening of some number potential choices on their numbers that they could have. So um, it's it's opening the doors for a lot of positional players, skilled players to really pick single digit numbers and stuff like that, like college has. So as you stole my number one as well, um, no pun intended, uh, on Trayvon Mullen, I'm going to go directly across uh, the field from him and go with Damon Arnett switching to number three. I think the whole DB with a single digit number is is pretty awesome, pretty solid. Also, it would help kind of move along the rap group name of uh, Dose of Uno Trace that we were talking about, you know, with Trayvon Mullen being one, Arnett being three. I'm going to roll into what my worst was. We're going to do a snake draft here. My worst number change, I mean, it's not necessarily what number he would change to. It's just the fact of this player moving out of a number, and that is uh, Alec Ingold at number 45. That is the most fullback number you could probably have. And I, I feel like you can't say the name Alec Ingold without thinking of the number 45, at least for me. So if he were to change out of that number, it would be one of the most devastating things that I feel like could happen to our team because he just engulfs. I don't know what the number 45 engulfs, but Alec Ingold engulfs that number. He engolds it for sure. Yeah. He, oh, um, God damn it. Why did I, why did I miss that one? <laughs> no, he didn't. But that that was my number one. Um, but I will now move over to my number two. And Jonathan Abram, you just cannot move from 24. I think no. you have to figure it out. It's C-Dub. He gave it to you. Um, just own it. Be the man you're supposed to be, is all, is all I'm saying. So um, Jonathan Abram, B24. Ingold, I agree. Hold on to 4-5, man. Don't move off of it. Raiders, let's go. Come on now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. With, uh, with Abram, too, I – that's actually the correct answer with all of this because he had to have permission to have that number. So it's like, you just, you, you just like legitimately cannot change that number until you leave the team. If you ever do. So agreed. I completely bypassed over that because that's like the actual legitimate right answer is like, you just can't change numbers. Like it's not, it's like law abiding. (laughs) Well, Awesome. I, I, that was, you know, those were a couple of things that I wanted to, to touch base on. Um, definitely the number change thing, because that was something semi-relevant in the news. We have a really great interview coming up. Like Andy said, one of his boys talking about some betting. Um, you know, there's a lot of stuff as of lately, you know, that has kind of come into the forefront um, with betting. And, you know, people are really trying to get some money on whatever they can, you know, get money on and you know, a big talk has been who's going to show up at number three at the number three overall pick and whatnot odds for that but just all the things you can bet on with it um, how much fun you can have with the draft and the different things so we touch on a lot of that um, Andy touches on a lot of uh, a personal personal things in regards to yeah. football and you know everyday everyday life 
So it's a fantastic interview. Um, we hope you guys enjoy it. Did you have any uh, quick, quick notes for the no, people? I'm excited for it. You know, it's, it's a good interview. I, I think that he is, he is someone that I have relied on for, for betting purposes. So take his, take his word. Um, he is, he's pretty smart. Um, and I would, no, if, if anything, just, just bet the under on four and a half wide receivers. That's all I can say. So. <laughs> oh, make Andy feel better and bet the Please. under on four and a half wide receivers. Please. So we hope you guys, you guys enjoyed, um, you know, what we had for you. We are also going to record a um, live reaction of the first round on Thursday night. So you're going to get this episode is going to be coming out Thursday morning. Um, and you're going to get another one from us. Friday morning slash Friday afternoon on our live reaction of the first round. So um, if we sound emo on <laughs> Friday morning, emo, it's because we're Raiders fans and that, yep. that tends to happen sometimes. So we hope you all enjoy it. We hope you all enjoyed the content we just dropped. We hope you all enjoy the interview that we have as always subscribe, rate, review, give us those five stars. And uh, NFL draft is coming up, baby. This is going to be, it'll be a good time. Going to be some fun. And uh We'll see y'all next week on the other side. Yep. Raider, stand up. Love you guys. Peace out. Um, you know, just be well during during the draft. Be well. Love you guys. Um, stand up if you can, but we'll see you next time. See y'all next time. And now for something completely different. Joining us today on the Raider Take podcast is Tradell Tolver. Uh, Tradell, how you doing today? Doing okay, man. Good week. Looking forward to uh, getting this draft started. How about yourself? Doing good. Yeah, it's very, uh, very exciting time draft coming up uh, as, as we record. It is Tuesday night, so we do have the draft in a couple of days. Andy, how you feeling? Um, not feeling great because the uh, Giants are down seven four right now. Top top ten, you know, not feeling good, but I feel great that I have my buddy here, Trudell. Um, Trudell, can we just start for a second? Let's just talk about me and you, you know. The guys, right? Open so you came on, we started working together and then, um, you know, you saw, you saw me kind of getting in and out and in and out, you know, just to the, to the snack room, you know, you're like, Oh, this guy's got some things. Right. So you recruited me to the, um, flag, flag football league, no big deal, but just like, what did you see in me initially when, when you came on? I mean, honestly, it's the it's the aura, man. Like you say, mm-hmm. getting in, in and out of those cuts is very mm-hmm. sharp buildings inside of an aerotech. And what it does, it gives me the ability to uh, recognize the spryness. I see those ankles working. I see the, those Achilles working. I'm like, hey, this guy might have a little juice. Right. He just Good. might. Uh, so that was one of the reasons why I went ahead and took a chance on you. No, that's fair. Um, so I, I I would say that, you know, you and I started to connect a little bit and then betting came about. And then, and we started talking a little bit, uh, you know, NFL draft, things like that. But um, we wanted to bring you on, but um, before we get into the NFL prop bets, could you just give us a background of, of, of your experience? And, you know, it seems like you have a background within the NFL, you know, might have experienced a little bit of some CFL, who knows, you know, but what is your background overall with the NFL football? You know, you did some things. So yeah, yeah. So I guess if you're looking at the the game of football as a whole, I'm a 20 year guy. Uh, so been at this for a long time from a number of different levels. Played for about I think close to 16 years. 
all the levels, Pop Warner, high school, college, professional as well. My older brother played in the league for seven years as well. Um, and then I've got about four, four or five years of coaching under my belt too. Um, and then more so recently over the last, uh, we'll call it 10 years, uh, really looked at some of the like analytics of the game, which has led me to handicapping and, and betting at a, at a higher rate uh, as time going along. Yep, no doubt. So as we get into the, um, the NFL draft, so I, I have a couple of things. So one, I put a pretty big bet on the over under of wide receivers drafted. So um, I took the under on four and a half wide receivers drafted. So before you get into all of your slate real quick, how am I feeling right now? So I think you mean in the first round? Yes, yes, yes. First round. It's a good line. I hope so. So I think you, you took the over, correct? I took the under. I'm sorry. You took the under. So you're looking yeah. at four wide receivers being drafted in the first round. Yeah. I think what's going to save you is if there are more than two trades. Mm-hmm. If there are more than two trades, it's going to push that fifth wide receiver into the second round, in my opinion. Um, okay. So it's 50 50. I'm sure your odds are probably close to even. So not good, actually. Um, so, <laughs> so when I took it, it was it was basically four and a half, and I was like, okay, I feel good about okay. this. And then um, it was plus three fifty for four and a half or over. So five wide receivers that were going to go in the first round. I was like, okay, so we have Jamar Chase, yep. um, Waddle, um, Devontae Smith, and then one of the others that just falls in there. But um, ultimately, I was like. I was like, yeah, I'm going to hang this one, but I don't feel great about it. And Vegas never does me good. So can you talk me into why there's only going to be four wide receivers? Again, so I was looking at the over under how many drafts there would be in round. I mean, how many trades there would be in round one. Mm-hmm. So this is before Vegas even started looking at that line, or at least before they released it. And my number that I came up with was two. An over-under of two trades being made, I would have smashed the over. Not good. Not good for me. No, I think you are good. Oh. I think we see a minimum of two dra- two trades in the first round. Mm-hmm. I think anything over two trades pushes that fifth receiver being drafted into the second round. So good. I don't think anybody's I don't think anybody's gonna come into the first round to grab one of those receivers. Cool. Thank you. That that, that good. Helps. Good luck. <laughs> well, let's get into it then. What are, what are some things that you're seeing with, with the drop props, different things that you want to bet on, um, anything that you're seeing for the first round Thursday night that we want to capitalize on? Yeah, so if we're looking at first round, the, the marquee event, um, what immediately stands out to me is pick number three. Mm-hmm. So all eyes are on San Francisco who recently traded down to number three and everyone assumes everyone knows that they're looking for the quarterback, their quarterback of the future. Yep. So at these current odds, as of recently right now, Mac Jones is at minus 200. So he's a prohibitive favorite. Justin Fields is at plus 550, and Zach Wilson is at plus 5,500. Um, I think those are the only three players relevant worth talking about at this position part of what makes this so intriguing is that nobody really knows what san francisco is thinking we know they're here for a quarterback 
but Kyle Shanahan has played things relatively close to the chest uh, in his tenure in SF. He has a ally over in New York so with the Jets, the pick right in front of him. And the 49ers have not been shy about trading, shopping people, shopping picks, um, even if we look at last year's draft. So they are unruly. They are aggressive. And they're sitting in a, in a very uh, a very advantageous spot. Now, obviously, with some of this pre-draft talk, right, everyone thinks it's going to be Mac Jones. And if it's not going to be Mac Jones, it's going to be Justin Fields. I'm not sold on Mac Jones. The only reason I think it is going to be Mac Jones is because the, the, uh, the odds drop so, uh, so aggressively. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Justin Fields is out of contention for pick number three. And if they don't take Mac Jones, I think the only way they wouldn't is if the Jets take Justin Fields at two, mm-hmm. which I think there's a small chance of. In that case, they do. The Niners take Zach Wilson. Hmm. You cash a 55 to one ticket, go home. So here's a question, piggybacking off of that, I guess. Yep. So a lot has come out saying that Shanahan likes, likes Mac Jones, but the scouting department likes Trey Lance, and it's kind of like a tug and pull between those um, do you think that Trey Lance there even has a shot? Do you think that's smokescreen? I mean, it's it's one of those things where it's like, well, it should be Justin Fields. It's probably going to be sure. Mac Jones. And then all of a sudden, Trey Lance pops into the – There's a, there's a third. So I, I apologize. Trey Lance is that fourth player who does deserve to be talked about there. So right. at plus 250, two and a half to one, he's very much in play. I don't think he is the dark horse that happens there. Um, now, obviously, I don't know. I don't sit in on those meetings. But – yeah, there's there's definitely a chance they could roll with Trey Lance. The thing about Trey Lance and the Niners is what does Trey Lance do that is better than what Justin Fields does? Yep. And if you're scouting a guy who has, I mean, essentially one year and one game or six years in, or six six games, it's it's hard to pull that off off film. Yeah. Um, so that that's why I'm down on Trey Lance. I, I love him as a player. I can't imagine they would take him over Justin Fields, even though I like him over Justin Fields. So, mm. so what would you go then? Number three. Number three overall. You give me $100, mm. and I have to bet. I put Correct. $85 on Mac Jones, okay. and I put $15 on Zach Wilson. Okay. So, okay, hold on. So you think there's a chance that Zach Wilson does not get taken at two? It's the Jets. Okay. There's always there. A <laughs> that's, that's a fair point as you got. You can have. Got it. Got it. Okay. Cool. That's um, okay. So thank you. Okay. Now, since you did talk about Trey Lance, um, yep. there is an over under. I believe it is one sixty five on Trey Lance, five and a half. So six or over, or mm-hmm. under five, top five. Where does uh, Trey Lance go? I believe the, I believe the Falcons are right after the Niners. Yeah, so it goes uh, Jaguars, Jets, Niners, Falcons, Bengals, and then uh, sixes Miami, Miami, Detroit, and the Panthers. Mm-hmm. I think he goes over. Mm. Well, I would, ha- I would hammer it then because because here's the thing: <laughs> it, it, if it does go right, if it does go yep. Lawrence Wilson hypothetically, and then it does go Mac Jones. Trey Lance is going to go, right? So Yes, he's going to slide. Cool. 
All right. Now here's where I'm betting on you. So Trev's my guy, guys, just so you know, he, he's my guy where I'm like, I, I don't even know where to go here. And he's like, Hey, maybe just home, you know, focus here. What, what have you, right? Devonte Smith, 11 and a half. And so 11 is the leave. Yep. So Devonte Smith, 11 and a half over under, and I believe 11 is the giants. 12 is the Eagles. Do you think Waddle goes before him or like where, where are we at here? So, oh, the way you're looking at it, Chase goes first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, okay. Sorry. Start there. Do you think, do you think Chase goes before? Do you think Chase goes one out of all the receivers? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't care about what, what just came out on <laughs> the board, by, by the way, you know, it's, it's not me. Yeah. From my vantage points is it's going to be quarterback, 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 Pitts, Chase, and then, We'll, we'll see how it goes, right? So let's just say that Chase is gone, and then it's Smith or Waddle. 11 and a half on Waddle at basically the Giants at 11. So, And it's 11 and a half? Then I, I go – I take the under. Okay. Why? Because I think the Giants do it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, it doesn't make sense for any other team outside of that, but like that's why it's the stopping point, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's it's hard to see with Miami and Detroit uh, sitting there, and then the Giants at eleven. It's hard to see a receiver not go off the board with any of those, even if Chase is taken at one of those. Mm-hmm. It's like all those guys could very easily take receivers. It's it right in that market for it. So yep, that's almost. Um, I, I feel like it, the the run on quarterbacks would go, and then maybe if for some reason offensive linemen just like popped off at there, that's the only chance you got it. Like a you know, Devonte Smith dropping on that on the over on that eleven and a half. But it seems like there's just too many. I mean, too much need at the right receiver position in that top ten. We agree. Okay, so sorry, I'm sorry. So now I'm pissed because Trell, we had that was three wide receivers, and I had four and a half. So. Okay, if another one goes, where am I at, right? I took plus 300, so. But you can give up another one, right? Another one, we're still fine. I can, yeah, but I don't feel great about that. <laughs> and again, it's going to be it's gonna be four or five. Right. That's why I said it's a good line. Um, so don't, don't expect to. Of course to, it's a good line. Don't expect to not sweat. You're going to sweat. It's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> That's betting. <laughs> If you're not sweating, uh, that's but, not a good line. Yeah, but this one, this one is absolutely going to come down to the wire. Um, now, like Michael was saying, if there's a run on offensive linemen or, or or whatever it may be, all it takes to blow the entire round open is one unexpected move. Mm-hmm. So Which somebody is? New England trading mm-hmm. into the top ten, um, something of that Philly trading out, something of that nature. Uh, once something random happens, like almost all bets could be. Also, another thing you got to think of too here, Andy, for that is that, so it was came out that the Ravens for sure were targeting a wide receiver in the first round, no matter what. Now they have two first round picks. So you can almost pencil in a receiver at one of those picks, no matter what. So not to make you sweat even more right now, but (laughs) you can guarantee that on the back, the back 10, uh, you're going to have a receiver taken. So you're welcome. Yeah. I don't, I don't feel great about that, but <laughs> well, okay. So hypothetically then 
let's say it goes Lawrence, Wilson, Jones, okay? And then at four, the Falcons stick and pick, okay? They go Pitts. And then five, Bengals go Sewell or Chase, what have you. Who slides further? Is it Trey Lance or Justin Fields? That's a great question. Thank you. That's a really good question. And can the Raiders not choose one of them? Because everything will be up in uproar. <laughs> I, I think Lance slides further. I don't feel confident in that because I think New England would, would move on Lance. Mm-hmm. But in the event they don't, I think Fields, a at one point, one overall contention guy, his ceiling is like pick 20, 22. Trey Lance's ceiling could slide him into the first three picks of the second day or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I think I think Lance slides with that. Well, it's like you like you said earlier, it's like what is um... – what does Lance give you that Fields doesn't? You know what I mean? It's almost like uh, Fields that, that like, we've seen. Yeah, Fields is like a a, a Lance that has played against you know <laughs> top tier talent type of thing. So Correct. it's almost mm-hmm. like if it's between the two of them, then ultimately it seems like Lance is going to slide farther. What would be interesting is if Mac Jones and Lance were the ones that find themselves outside of the top ten potentially, and then sitting there seeing what new England's going to do. You know what I mean? Like how far does Mac Jones fall? If, if he's not taken by the Niners or the, you know, the Patriots or, or something along those lines. So that would be yeah. an interesting question is what chance does Mac Jones have of falling outside of the first round? If he isn't taken very early on, it sounds ridiculous to say, cause he's at talks at three, but at the same time, it's like, it happened. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Drew Locke was supposed to go in the top 10, but two years ago or something, they're saying Denver was so in love with the Drew Locke, and then he ended. They ended up getting him in the second round. So funky things happen. Indeed, it has happened before. Hmm. Okay. So now, if you were going to say, let's just call it uh, top defense player, Sertan or Parsons, what are you betting on? I'll go with Parsons mm-hmm. because if you miss out on Parsons. I think the drop-off is a lot further than if, if you miss out on uh, Sertan. Mm-hmm. So you have Horn Jr., who Casey. is <laughs> very comparable, could end up being the better prospect. Like, there's nothing you could tell me that would definitively separate one of those guys from the other. It's going to come down to right. what actually happens when they're there. Like, uh, Sertan so is like you, where I, you know, you play pretty good defense, but I'm like just an athlete, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> Like that that's how you would break it down, right? Indeed, indeed. Okay, good, so, good. The, the difference uh, of uh, Sertan and Horn <laughs> is you and Andy. The difference between Parsons <laughs> um, and Sertan is me and Andy. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> or the the yeah. linebacker core. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think when you when you look at inventory, <laughs> right? I I would move. I would move. Uh, yeah, Parsons. just all around athlete is I think what you were trying to describe me as. But yeah, go ahead, Trudeau. <laughs> As an inventory, I think Parsons is the most valuable okay. from a draft standpoint. Fair. Okay. So now, what do you think is more likely? Do you think Jones goes three or New England trades into the top ten? Jones goes three. 
Okay. Come and they on. both could happen. Sure. So let me let me establish that. For picking Mac, I will give you no other reason than the odds swing of Vegas mm-hmm. leading up to this week. Sure. Ton of rumors, ton of theories of what's going to happen, but Vegas doesn't move their lines off of whims or rumors. They're sh- strictly off of probability. Mm-hmm. And that sharp drop in rate on his line tells me that it's a done deal unless somebody breaks open the top five of the trade or the Jets' jet. Right. Okay. One of my last questions. Um, describe my flag football status in three words. Skills, ability, you know, three words. Every, everyone is wondering. <laughs> Scrappy is number okay. one. Good. Competitive mm. is number two. Mm. Those are both the and... same. <laughs> 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 this isn't the synonym game. Uh, Scrappy. <laughs> competitive mm, yep. and I'm going to hyphenate here team oriented. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, let's keep you on actually. Um, so if you were the Raiders at 17 subjectively, right? So just yep. see it how it is. Yep. How are you feeling? I don't care who's left on the board. Defense. Absolutely. My, my first pick is defense. Right. Hell, my first my first four picks are defense. Right. You just want team oriented, scrappy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, give me an identity for the Raiders. You have it on offense, right? You, you you shuffled your offense around your offensive line around a little bit. You went and got a B plus esque running back. You guys are going to run the fucking ball again. Right. Does anybody else? confused about that no mm. but but what the hell is your defensive identity oh we'd like to give up a lot of touchdowns <laughs> oh, yeah <laughs> outside of that mm. don't have oh. bend and break defense <laughs> yes we, so, we choose to break mostly so again i don't care who is left on the board this needs to be a defensively focused draft for the raiders historically you guys just don't draft well offensively so i don't even want to hear the talent talk i don't want to hear the best available talk like commit to something, mm-hmm. go get me a fucking identity, please. So defense, I hope. Cool. Thank you. Um, last question for me, even though it's not. Um, <clears throat> so if you were, so let's say you have 11. So you have the, the, the Giants, right? Okay. Giants, Eagles, so 11 and 12. And then also the football team. At nineteen, NFC East, where they fall. Oh, was that the was that the question? Yes, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, you thought it was going somewhere else, but it was going right there. I'm, I'm just gonna, uh, I'm gonna grill you. So, team needs Giants. Team, yep. Eagles, football team. So we are literally ignoring the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Okay. Giants who are picking at eleven. Mm-hmm are in, in desperate need of a playmaker on mm-hmm. offense, but like mm-hmm. 11 and a half, number two. <laughs> Just uh, wondering. That is tough. That is tough. They could really use an O-line. Hmm. Sure. They, 
Yeah, Slater. <laughs> Slater makes sense, right? So just yes. Yeah, they no. could and should move on from Daniel Jones, in my opinion. Mm. So let's say one of those Mac Jones, Trey Lance type slides. Why not? Because you're committed to Daniel really? Jones. Do you really think that's going to happen? I'm just saying, like, okay. no. in the event mm-hmm. they they have they have needs. When you have a lot of needs, oh man, I'm I'm sounding like my old coaches. You take an alignment. Mm-hmm. So who? Slater. 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 Okay. Cool. All right, we move on. Eagles. Okay, Eagles. Pick twelve. Pick twelve. We're looking at a receiver or running back. Mm-hmm. They're probably not going to take a running back. So I think we're looking at a receiver, Devontae. Good. Okay. So that answered my love. There's your um, So now. <laughs> okay. So now, I mean, football team, whatever. Who cares? All right. So. <laughs> the, most, the most fascinating of them. Yeah, okay, like, fine. Address them. Do you think they trade up? Like, no shot. Like, what, what is their capital that they can actually move up into the top five or top ten? They don't. They don't have it. Um, they were lucky to have the success that they mm, – they're fortunate to have the success that they had last year. Right. And have a pick in the top 15. Are they at 13? No, they're at 19. Uh, like 19. 19? Okay. Yeah. So they're in the top 20. Uh, no. No. Their, their, contention window, their contention window came a lot earlier than it was supposed to. So I do not support them giving up capital and assets to right. – Anyone like yeah. team oriented or gritty is already off the board. Absolutely. Guaranteed. Absolutely. Um, you sit back there. Honestly, as Washington, I even entertain trading back. Love it. Okay. Now, this is actually why I asked the question 15 Chargers, because we know that's where you fall. Chargers are at 13. And they're at 13. So, where do you think the Chargers go? Okay. I, I had no, I had no idea where they. I, I knew they were yeah. between twelve yeah. and Eagles at twelve, so. Chargers thirteen, Vikings okay. fourteen. Good. So the Chargers are at thirteen. Um, where do you think they go? Great question. The Chargers had a pretty decent draft last year. And that yeah, was very probably drafted unexpected. quarterback. I would imagine. Indeed. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I think. I don't think they go for anything sexy. I think they. I think they go defense. So where. They could end up with uh, who's the third DB? Is it Samuel? Uh, Farley. Farley or Samuel? Okay. Farley or Samuel? Depends on the I, I, or no Newsom, Greg Newsom. I'm very, I'm very okay with one of those three with mm-hmm. the charges going there. That's an instant upgrade. That's instant depth. Yes, I will, mm-hmm. I will send the DB to LA. Okay. Um, okay. Last question. So let's say Mike is playing tight end and I'm playing the slot. Yes, indeed. And you're the X, and we have um, one of your no, not what's what's the douche say? He's kind of like soft, but like plays quarterback and throws it pretty well. Dublin, Kyle, Kyle. Okay, let's say Kyle's <laughs> Kyle's playing quarterback. So what do you, what do you? So Very what do you relevant. Are, yeah, hundred um, percent. What do you think our stat lines are between Micah playing tight end, I'm playing a slot, and you're just out at X. Outside the fact so, that you so what are you and Micah's stat lines? No, all of ours. You know, just okay. to be fair. Okay. Well, I think I'm going to lead in yards. Kyle is going to throw me at least four streaks. Mm-hmm. For sure. Probably all on fourth down when I'm double covered. Obviously. 
Andy, you have a good chance of leading in catches. Cool. Cool. How many, how many pick routes do you think I have? Enough. Micah? Yeah. Good enough. Uh, and Micah red zone targets. I'm going to lead Micah's in touchdowns. Like plus two fifty. Plus two fifty to lead in touchdowns. Yeah, cool. I'm gonna, All right. I'm gonna have well. two receptions for two touchdowns. <laughs> Andy's gonna have fourteen receptions for about thirty-seven yards. Very Chris and Hogan. Tr- Trudell's sure. gonna have about nine receptions for 167 <laughs> yards and one touchdown. Trell has like 47 catches, nine thousand yards, and they're just like, With "Can nine. we stop covering him?" Also, we're losing. We are losing. So. <laughs> Most likely, yeah. Because- <laughs> I bite. I bite on double covered or, or double move every time. So Micah tackles the quarterback. So that's what I do. So I have some. Uh, I have some prop bets I want to throw at you. Apply however you'd like, but I'm going to throw a few out there. I got three for you. Um, the first one actually was an over and under on uh, trades in the first round, which we already talked about. I, I asked about, or I had two and a half. I'm going to switch that up and ask. Who's going to have more players taken, quarterbacks or wide receivers, in the first round? In the first round, I think it's a tie. I think it's 4-4. Four four. Ooh, look at that push. Don't cool. bet your money on it. You're going to push. Well, I bet I bet under four and a half so. <laughs> <laughs> already. So, thank you. Okay. Um, so, there was – last I saw, there was reported um, 14 players that were supposed to be going to the draft and attending in person. Might be more now. That was – probably about two or three days ago over under 11 and a half hugs that are going to happen. Is anybody going to deny a hug because of COVID is everybody going to take the hug opportunity? Goodell has been vaccinated. He has professed that he is ready for hugs 11 and a half out of the 14 people there. So it's not a question of how many hugs there will be. It's a question of how many of the 14 will be drafted. in mm, the first round. Good call. I'm going to say 13 of those players. We'll get drafted, and we're going to go at a hundred percent hug rate. Wow! Uh, everybody, everybody wants to protect themselves, but in the moment, that emotion is going to take over, and Goodell is getting all his snuggles on TV. Yeah, right here first. I feel like if you're ready to be there, you're ready for hugs. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. it's happening. Last one. So, 2019 uh, fourth overall pick, the Raiders took Cleo Farrell. Uh, 2020 <laughs> 19th overall, the Raiders uh, took Damon Arnett. Um, this year, over under 67.5% chance I'm going to be upset with the Raiders draft pick at 17. We will severely take the over. <laughs> <laughs> I was afraid that you were going to. I actually, I, I changed the percentage multiple times. <laughs> I it down for, just in case look, there was a chance. <laughs> look, for you Raider fans, and I know there's a lot of you out there, your draft starts on day two. Okay, get into the meat. Stop. And the, the the value of the draft, the first round does not exist for you guys. Yeah, I will say that. Like, if you look at Mayock's picks, Mayock and Gruden being together, all of the value that we've ever had has been in a three to five round range. Unfortunately, what... with with how many first round picks we've had, it's unfortunate. But you know, that's I mean, we've got the the meat of our of our team in those rounds. So people don't change. Yeah, I agree. Okay, last question for me. Um, Trudell, actually, I have two more questions. Um, Over under six and a half of last questions Andy had. (laughs) I have eight more questions. Um, So give me top five. Jaguars, Jets, Niners, Falcons, Bengals. Go. Okay, here we go. And I'm going to have you list them as I named them. Number one, Mm -hmm. Jacksonville. Yep. 
Trevor Lawrence. Okay. Number two. New York Jets. Uh, the Jets. Plot twist, Justin Fields. <laughs> okay. Number three. All right. 49ers. 49ers. Zach Wilson. Wow. Four. Atlanta. Kyle Pitts. Okay. Five. Bengals. Bengals. The Bengals. <laughs> They're going to get um, the lineman. What's his name? Penny Sewell. Penny. Penny to the Bengals. Okay. There you go. So field to two. You you feel good about that. Can we can we dive into that for a Love second? It. Love it. I don't trust the Jets. I do not trust the Jets. They're gonna have to prove it to me. So until they do. That's it. That that's as far as it goes. <laughs> that's it. That's as far as it goes. It's, okay. They're picking at two for a reason. Cool. Um, let's let's say um hypothetical, it does go Wilson. Okay, at two. Yep. Three through five. Mac Jones, three. No changes for Atlanta Pitt. takes Pitt, and then uh, the cool. Bengals still stick with their penny. Okay, so that's that's the thought. Mm-hmm. So now, as we have talked, let's say let let's say it goes Wilson Jones. Where does Fields go? So where does Fields land, Micah? You got the draft order up for me? Fields. Oh, I got it in my head. So Bengals are at five. Miami's at <laughs> six, Detroit's at seven. Panthers are at eight. You've got the Broncos at nine, Cowboys at ten, Giants at eleven, Eagles at twelve. So quarterback ish, I guess, range. You're looking at the Panthers potentially. I mean, Mm -hmm. people talk that the Panthers are still in play. Denver Broncos, a lot of people talking about them as well, quarterback wise. So I feel like a lot of those, um, like five to five to eight range is very like tradable spots where you see Indeed. like people jumping jumping in because i feel like miami is very likely to you know bounce out of there if they can kind of thing yep i think i think both miami and carolina are flight risks so let's 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 take a shot and let's send fields to denver why don't do that <laughs> because he hates us <laughs> <That's why. laughs> yeah don't, don't. it's your problem now yeah <laughs> okay fair well thank you so much I have more questions, you know. I, I just don't know where to stop. So at this I, point. like I would suggest hammer the over on the six and a half last questions. <laughs> nope. Under. Thank you, Trudell, for joining us. I, I, I guess just hypothetically, if if you and I were just to go trot out to Dublin tonight, you know, hypothetically, and and then like what would my stat line be just tonight? You know, just like Oh, okay. Okay. Being completely objective here, mm-hmm. I will give you three full offensive and defensive series. Cool. Before you strain your hamstring. <laughs> wow, that's actually very curious of you. Okay. Uh, it, give it, him it, that many. Yeah. So what is that based off? Of? <laughs> can can I can I ask? I'm pretty. I. I that I, that's based off of your. Um, I've never athleticism been to effort. <laughs> never been hurt. the athleticism is low. The effort is high. That's Effort's that, always trust high. me. Trust me. That's when you hurt yourself because that's, that's exactly, exactly when you hurt yourself. You're going to go out there and you're going to think you're pre-pandemic Andy. And the fact of the matter is, nobody is our pre-pandemic selves right now. So nobody's pre-pandemic you, Andy. Yeah, yeah, you, you don't know. How to, you don't know how to throttle. You don't know how to throttle. So again, I will get three true. full snaps on offense and defense before your night is over. Hmm. I'm not happy with that, but okay. Um, <laughs> well, thank you for joining Trudell, um, overall been fun. Indeed. 
outside the last part, you know, it's been a good ride, dude, you know, overall, but been fun. Of course. I don't know why you denied us this whole time from joining the pod, <laughs> things like that, you know. Um, but the last thing I will say is, is who is going to be, last question, <laughs> who is out of all the quarterbacks going to be the Hall of Fame quarterback? Okay, now we're talking. This isn't about draft position. This is about NFL performance. I'm going to modify your question and say who's going to be the best quarterback out of this draft when it's all. Yeah, I sure wouldn't. (laughs) I would not pull my hamstring, by the way. Go ahead, uh, Trudell. Self-awareness is a valuable thing. (laughs) Um, Okay, we are going – I'm I'm never a favorite guy. So the best quarterback of this draft class, when Mm -hmm. it's all said and done, will be Zach Wilson. Oh, look at that. Highest upside. Love it. Well, that's awesome. Absolutely appreciate you coming on with us. As you had kind of alluded to, you've you've gotten into more of the statistics side of things and you know, big time in the betting side of things. Tell the people where they can find you. Twitter, Instagram, any anything you got going on social media. Uh, pretty easy to find. I'm spending most of my time over on Instagram. You could find me at free game underscore t2 uh i will drop a couple parlays a week um and then as we get closer to season over under bets best bet of the day nba some baseball as well i've been dabbling um but again over at instagram free game underscore t2 awesome we really appreciate having you on you coming on with us um the draft is ever exciting and knowing some uh you know some awesome bets to kind of look forward to as we're watching it is even better so we really appreciate it andy any last words no more questions i uh, <laughs> my hamstring is is good by the way guys yeah. i can fucking the defense rests <laughs> no more questions i can run drag route right now <laughs> Hogan style so uh thank you guys for having me on uh you know how to find me for the next one and uh, i will leave you with these wise words the autumn wind is a pirate stop it Gotta love it. Man, he got me fired up. About to run, no, through, no, about to run through some drywall right now. He's, pe- he's no pandering bricks around. what he's doing there. There's no bricks around. I'm about to run through some drywall. <laughs> Good oh, luck to you guys awesome. on Thursday, boys. Oh, I appreciate right, it. Thank you, man. We'll see you. Peace out.